Hi, welcome to the latest Action Coach Bolton podcast. We're here today with serial entrepreneur, serial author, and uh, founder and CEO of Action Coach. It's Brad Sugars. Welcome, Brad. Well, g'day. How you doing, buddy? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. It's 8.30 in the morning over there, I believe. Uh, it is nice, bright and early. Yes, it is. It's the time. Yeah, 8.30. There you go. So you've been doing a few uh, Zoom calls over the last few weeks. You know, it's been real important the last few weeks to uh, be teaching business people. This, this is my fourth uh, economic downturn to be running through, and most business people really don't know what to do in an economic downturn. So, yeah, it's it's been important to be teaching at this time. Yeah, I think the one thing that I've seen through the whole Action Coach community, and we've got over a 1,000 coaches around the world, is the the abundance that's been shown by everybody. Everybody is trying to help as many people as they possibly can just right now. Yeah, I, and, and I, I look at it from a simple perspective of that's really the job of a business coach is to help business owners. And, um, you know, in the last, what is it now, it's eight, ten weeks of, of time, there's never been a more important time to be a business coach than now. There's never been a more important time to uh, lead business people. And for business owners, there's never been a more important time than to be informed than there is right now. And, you know, in normal times, you can get away with not really having to learn about what's going on and not really having to understand everything in business. But in times like now, it is absolutely vital that you are well-informed and up-to-date. Yeah, absolutely. I know here we've we've helped we added it up just the other day. We've helped over two hundred and sixty business owners since the pandemic started back in March mm. um, through webinars, through workshops, through gifted coaching sessions. So it's just so important. Uh, Brad, we're going to talk more about how we can help people um, to get through and, and re-emerge from rebuild through um, through the coronavirus and through the pandemic. Um, but I just wanted to touch on how you got started. First of all, um, you know you've got a you've got a superb business now. You're running, I think, nine businesses as well as Action Coach. But how did it all start for you? Yeah, look, I've I've always been uh, a well. I'll go back to the negative and then the positive. The negative is I'm not very good at working for other people. Um, so I was destined to be uh, working for myself, I guess, is the simplest way you can put it. Um, but the flip side to that is is um, I started teaching when uh, I think I was 20 or 21. And uh, when you're young in business and doing pretty good, people want to know what's going on. Like how are you successful when you're young? Um, and, and today I think less so than it was back when I was a kid, you know, it was like today we, we see entrepreneurialism in the millennial generation and generation Z, and we kind of expect that uh, they are, they are by far the most, uh, entrepreneurial generation that's, uh, that's existed so far. And so I think that just sort of led me and I've always loved business. I've loved being in business, but I, I guess the real start was 16 years old. Um, I was introduced uh, to Rotary Club and they ran a program called Rotary Youth Leadership Awards. And uh, I won the local area. It's called Ryla is the award, Rotary Youth Leadership Awards. And they sent me away for a week long training on how to be a leader and how to be uh, successful. And, you know, at 16 years old, that's a massive, massive part of, of life. So, and, and Action started in Australia in 93? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1993. 26 years old now. Obviously, you're now based across in, in the States, in Nevada. Um, so 
what have been the changes for you over the last few years in in action and obviously now action coach and um and business in general oh dang um it's hard to think of years back because like the world changed so dramatically 10 weeks ago um but look i, I think that Probably the biggest changes uh, in, in from a business perspective in the last five years has been um, that business coaching has gone from something that was, oh, why do you have a coach to, oh, why don't you have a coach? Um, I think that's probably the biggest shift in our industry. Um, and, and, you know, that's that's really the way that I see the world going. And I've said it from day one that, Eventually, everyone will, and using the American vernacular, have the three A's, an accountant, an attorney, and an action coach. Um, <laughs> every, every business will end up having one because, you know, you can't run a successful sporting team without a great coach. So why would you think that you could do it with uh, a business team is sort of my, my theory on, on that sort of thing. And I see more and more people are able to do that. Yeah. Well, you know, things have changed so much over the last few years in business and and for business coaching, but particularly in the last few weeks, you know, we things have changed completely. You know, mm. as you said, in the last ten weeks since the pandemic took hold, um, we've gone through various stages of panic, of of denial almost, and now people are starting to look at how they come out the other side, mm. or at least some business owners are. I think some people still have their heads stuck in the sand. So what, what would be your, your um, top tips, your, your advice for people who are, who are just coming on that upward curve now? Yeah. Yeah, look, first of all, uh, for those who are still stuck in, in that place, I think firstly the first thing you have to do is get with Paul and his team and have a conversation about how you actually survive this thing. If you're still head in the sand, survival is very important. You know, I, I've said this. There's three phases to this thing. First is survival. Second is thrive. So once you get a survival plan and you're, and you're acting on the survival plan, then it's about a thrive plan. How do I actually do well through this thing? Um, and, and then it's about reopening, reinventing, restarting. Because what technically we've seen is the world's is virtualized what would have taken the next five or 10 years in virtualization of the world has happened in a period of eight weeks. Okay. Well, actually it happened in a period of four weeks, but uh, you know, now the normalcy of virtual is really interesting. The normalcy of purchasing online, the normalcy of home delivery, the normalcy of zoom calls, the, the normalcy of virtual has sort of started to sink in. They say it takes 30 days to build a habit. Well, you know, we've had the 30 days, the 60 days of habit building around virtual world and people who had never uh, purchased online are now very happy to purchase online and, and that sort of thing and have deliveries to their door and, you know, that's changed dramatically. And so it's, it's I think then once you've realized that this, you know, that's the survival thing. And then once you realize that you can thrive, once you realize that this isn't an economic crisis, it's an economic transformation. It's a, it's a change in the way people do business. It's a change in the way uh, life happens. And that to me is a, a massive shift in thinking for people because you've got to get out of crisis into opportunity thinking and that's what you, when you realize it's a transformation in the way people spend because you know people didn't stop eating 
they it, it transformed the way people ate. They went back to eating at home. They went back to takeout. They went back to all of these different things. People didn't stop communicating. It transformed the way they communicate. Um, people didn't stop doing life. They just transformed life for a period of time. And there is no going back. Um, you know, you keep hearing this, oh, let's, I can't wait for it to go back to normal. Well, this is the new normal type thing. So when you come out of this, your business must be different. Your marketing must be different. Your sales must be different. Your methodologies of delivery must be different. You know, simple things that we used to take for granted that a store was clean. We now won't take that for granted. We now need to see it happening. We now need to visually notice that there is cleanliness happening in order for us to be that way. You know, I took my son to the hairdresser the other day for the first time in eight weeks and, you know, everyone is literally lined up outside of the place. Everyone's waiting outside. There are no waiting chairs. And it's like there is a visual representation of a new normal and and people want to see that now. Like I know one of our businesses, our restaurant, we won't be using physical menus unless people ask for them. And if they do, there'll be just single-use paper menus. Um, but on every table, we have a QR code printed now on a, on a thing, and they scan it with their phone, and the menu's on their phone because we know they won't want to touch things. So, you know, coming out of this thing, everything will be different. Uh, and to say the most important thing to come out of this is that you have a relaunch, you launch your business. You open it as if it was the first time you'd opened it. You open it as if it's a brand new business. You open it as a welcome back. It's a, you know, and you do that. You have a party. And even if it is a virtual party, I still want to see the ribbon cutting. I still want to see, and, and it can, the mayor can be there virtually to cut your ribbon or, or, you know, someone can be there virtually to cut your ribbon. And it doesn't matter now, but what matters is that you relaunch, you reopen, you don't just... You don't just open back up. You open up with a bang. You open up and tell the world that, hey, we're back, we're here, we're, we're doing business again. And, and I think people will welcome you back in that way. And, I, you know, I, I know here in Las Vegas we started opening up the other day and, um, you know, for the first time my wife and I went to a restaurant and, you know, everyone's socially distanced and you walk <laughs> in with your masks on and you take it off when you sit down at your table and, I still remember the guy coming over towards the end of the evening saying, you know, can I get you another cocktail? I really didn't want another cocktail, but you know what? This is the first time in eight weeks someone's actually served me. I'm going to have another yeah. cocktail and say, Let's thank celebrate. you, young man. I appreciate you uh, uh, serving me. So, and, and I'm going to tip, I'm going to tip way more than normal. And, you know, I saw a, a nice little post the other day from a friend of mine saying, if, if you, uh, if, if you're going out now and you're in it to complain, please just stay home. You know, there is no complaining right now. There just isn't. You're not allowed to complain. They will be slow. They will be this because everyone is reopening their business. Everyone is going through uh, first night jitters. Yeah, I, th- I think we're a few weeks behind you. You know, the local, mm. the, the latest government predictions are that some hospitality may start to reopen at the start of July. But right now, restaurants are still closed. Some yeah, of them are starting I, to pivot, do takeaways, that kind of stuff. Yeah, as I, I'm lucky enough to do business in 80 countries and watching all of them open gradually, you know, watching Germany go first and uh, Australia and New Zealand. New Zealand's taking it very, very slow, which is kind of odd because they, as an island, they literally had almost no cases. So it was, yeah. 
yeah, so I'm, I'm watching everywhere and I'm watching them reopen. And I think the Germans uh, have led the way very well. Um, and, and it's just a matter of watching it. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not an expert in the disease. I'm an expert in business. And, and from a business perspective, I think that the more businesses can uh, understand how to reopen and how to make certain that they're doing a great job with welcoming back their customers. And that's, that's the thing. And customers want to see familiar faces. They want to see all of that stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be tough, but it's got to be done. Yeah. And as you said, there's no doubt that the way we do business has accelerated. You know, mm. what we may have been doing five or 10 years hence, we're having to do now. And we're never going to go back to the way we were working before. And, you know, the way your market has got to change as well. We've said from the very beginning, you've got to be doing two times, three times, four times as much marketing, but in a different way to, you know, giving different messages, talking with compassion and abundance to your, to your audience and um, getting ready for what's coming next, because we are going to reopen. It's not the end of the world. It's the start of a new world. And everybody's got to take that time to plan what they're going to do moving forwards. Well, I think that's the key word, planning. You know, you don't open a business. Like when you first opened your business, you had a plan. You planned how you were going to open your business. And that's, again, what needs to be done in this day is you need to plan how am I going to reopen my business? What am I going to do in order to open this thing? Because it really is that. It's, it's a planned operation to reopen the business. And anyone who does it without a plan is going to make mistakes. You know, I know even for us, I look at one of our businesses, the, the full office environment, and just the simple things to reopen an office from a cleanliness, a social distancing, just the timing of our staff coming in and out. You know, we had to redo the doors. We don't have doors that aren't self-opening anymore. Um, you know, many of our businesses, we've had to put locks on the front door and doorbells because we're like, okay, there's no one coming in here without permission. And it's yeah. like, dang, these simple little things that you have to think through. How do we put doorbells on all of our businesses and stuff? And how do we, who answers the door when it is opened? And, um, you know, for some of our businesses where we have receptions, how do we have the plastic acrylic up in front of things? You know, all of these questions. And that's why and I've said it to many businesses, Paul, you must sit with your coach and you must plan this out because it was, an, it was easier to close down than it will be to open up, much easier to close down than opening up. And you know how much work it took to close down. So Yeah. yeah. And one of the other things that I've noticed is we've, we've seen some real innovation now. You know, in the early days, people were looking at how they could pivot and do business with those sectors that were thriving mm -hmm. through the coronavirus. But now we're seeing some real innovation through some of our clients looking at what's going to be needed for businesses to open up and pivoting their services towards that. We've got one that's a, a, a training company in the events industry. Well, the hospitality and events industry has been decimated. Mm. But they're now looking at, um, at health and safety and, and uh, infection control, doing mm. online training for those businesses that want to reopen um, but can't right now because of, of what they need to do to get that in place. So they're looking at what they can do differently mm -hmm. to offer those services to people who are about to reopen. Yeah, I, I, I sat with an events company the other day and they're like, well, we're an events business. I said, no, you're not. Not anymore. Yeah. You are no longer an events company. For the next 12 months, you've got to be something different. 
and you may stay that new thing or you may go back to being an events company. I'm not sure. But for right now, you're not an events company. You need to redefine yourself. What business are you in? And that and that's the companies that have to do the massive pivots because some companies have had to change their entire business overnight. It, the, the business they were in just is no longer a business. Yeah. And that's scary as heck, Paul. It's it's very scary for some businesses. But again, having a coach walk you through that is a big part of, oh, you know, thank you for taking me through this. I didn't, uh, you know, I'm, a lot of people thought their business was going to die. And when you sit down yeah. and do their finances with them and they see, okay, worst case scenario, I'm going to lose 5000 a month or whatever. So what I have to do is find 5000 a month. Yes, that's what you have to do. Okay, great. You know, and, and that to me, look, being my fourth economic downturn, I knew that's what we had to do. The first thing we have to do is run our numbers. Yeah. You know, where are the numbers? What are they and what are they going to look like? And in one, of, one particular of our businesses, it was very scary. It was like, okay, um, all right, this is what we got to find, <laughs> you know. And luckily enough, we got government assistance in that particular business to the point of, uh, allowing us to survive uh, and keep our staff uh, without much of a problem. But, you know, in the beginning, we honestly thought we were going to have to fire everyone. And yeah. thank goodness we didn't have to. Thank goodness we could keep them all on staff and, you know, get through it. But it you know, it's so important to know your numbers, isn't it? You know, we, we often talk about the statistic of the biggest reason for business failure in the first five years is business owners just not knowing their numbers in times of pandemic or otherwise. And being clear about your numbers means you understand exactly what you need to do rather than just having your head stuck in the sand in blind panic mode. You know, it's it's an interesting one. And we, we teach, obviously, at Action Coach that clarity leads to power. And yeah, it's, it's clarity that is the biggest thing for business owners, being clear on where I'm going. Like, you know, I've watched businesses right now where I've sat with the owners and said, listen, what is your focus for your staff right now? And they said, what do you mean? I said, well, your staff are right now in fear. If you aren't giving them something to focus on, they're in fear and they're worried. So what are you going to give them to focus on so they're not worried and panicking right now? Because there is fear in the market. And this is where your marketing has to shift, your sales has to shift to understand that the general mood is fear. The general mood is worry. The general mood is not excited, happy to spend money, doing great, fancy night out. That's not the general mood. And, and I've watched business people struggle with understanding how to take the general mood into account, and you know, especially in marketing. And, and it's like, oh, my goodness, please. Your marketing can't be straight to the point anymore. It has to be about... Uh, care and help and, and assistance and all of these wonderful things that are part of today's general mood. Yeah, I was talking to Michael Heppel last week and he was talking about um, a group of people that he calls the Edges, his um, business leaders that he interviewed for The Edge, one of his books. Mm. And he's re-interviewed quite a few of those over the last few weeks and he said there were four things that they're doing. They're making quick decisions they're, you know, they're not taking the time. If they need to make change those decisions further down, they can do. Communication, they're communicating with everybody inside and outside of the business in the wider community. Mm -hmm. um, they're getting ready 
for, for what's happening next. And they're investing. They're investing in themselves, in the team. If they've got cash reserves, they're investing in the company. I think, you know, all of those things are, are very, very important to do. The, the communication levels, I know on day one, when I first started teaching about this, the first thing I told people is you need positive communication and you need a lot of it. Um, you know, if, if you as a leader are not out front, up front, vocal, on video uh, with your team, if you're not out front, then they don't see you leading. So be the leader of the day. And, you know, it's, it's been, I mean, this is emotionally one of the hardest things a business owner will ever go through. Business ownership is tough at the best of times and it's lonely at the best of times. Um, but right now there's no more important time than to be with, and this is what I love about what you and our other action coaches do, Paul, you get our clients together, you have them communicating with each other. And, you know, when you do your huddles with your clients and they're talking with each other and they're realizing, oh, that's normal. Okay. That's okay. I'm doing the same as you. Okay. That's to me, that is a big part, um, of, of just being sane, of staying the, People ask me, how are you doing today? And I say, sane and healthy, you know, because sanity is the biggest thing that, that is necessary right now. It's, it's tough, but that's what we're going for. So, Yeah, yeah, I, for sure. In our group programs, over the last few weeks, um, one of the, the, big, the, the biggest sort of values for, for our clients has been just getting together with other people. Mm. You know, we're doing all of our programs online now, you know, even the ones that were formerly face-to-face, obviously. Um, and just having the opportunity to speak to other business owners and get some peer-to-peer learning, some comfort that, yes, it's happening to other people as well as them and there is a way out of it is is so important for business owners right now, that sense of community. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, community is right now, and, and but not just with other business owners, with your staff. Yeah. You know, the, this social distancing, ter- can people can go very clearly into frustration and you know, they go into that anger and denial of what's going on. And your staff, unless they're given something to focus on, unless you keep them in community, you got to remember social distancing creates loneliness. And, and one of the jobs for you as a business leader is to make sure your people don't struggle psychologically through this thing because that's, you know, I hate to say it, but that's a big challenge for a lot of people in this thing is having the psychology of, of that. And so... I know for us, we make sure we do a daily huddle every day with all staff members in all of our companies. They're all on the phone at one time every day talking about what's good, what's going on. It's just community building. It's nothing more than what's news. And like even you know, I think yesterday was uh, what's your favorite restaurant day? And everyone just went through what was their favorite restaurant. And, you, you know, I think you saw people making a list of all of these great restaurants they want to visit when we're allowed to go back to restaurants sort of thing. And, um, but, but just that community building within our companies is, is important to keep people sane. Yeah, we, we've done a couple of workshops on virtual leadership and the skills required and the differences between how people were um, leading when, when people were in the same room and, and how people need to lead now. In a, in a virtual environment because, you know, the, the, the key facets of leadership haven't changed, but the mm. way that people need to do it now is so different. Yeah. And so, you know, here we are in a different world and uh, we can either stress about that and panic about it or we can make a plan of how to get through this thing. And that, to me, is the biggest benefit of, of working with a coach is that you very quickly learned how to plan to get through this stuff. And I know... You know, it was interesting when when late last year I started talking to coaches about, listen, 
I'm not sure what it is, but we're going to have something economic happen. And we, we were contemplating, will it be Brexit that will turn the economies negative? Will it be the US elections? What will it be that turns economies negative? Because you've got to remember, we were eight years into a bull run. And yeah. economic cycles are seven to 10 years. And so it was, it was crazy to sit down and think, oh, geez, what turned this was a, a, a I mean, uh, I hate to sound very matter of fact because this is a human crisis first and foremost. Um, but the reality is this crisis that is a human crisis has created this economic transformation that people need to navigate their way through. You know, we don't want the economic crisis to end up being worse than the human crisis. So. Yeah, yeah. And Brad, you've been really abundant with your time over the last few weeks with so many different business owners. I know you've put a, a program together as well for anybody who wants access to it free of charge. And I think you mm-hmm. did that while you were locked in your own house as well. Right here. It's recorded right here at this very spot, yes. Yeah, <laughs> 10 days, five hours, 30 minutes a day of, of great advice for business owners. Um, we're running as many uh, webinars and workshops as we possibly can to help business owners right now. Uh, we've got a few minutes left. So what would be your top three tips for, for business owners right now who are thinking, what do I do next? Oh, top three tips. Dang. Uh, other than what we've spoken about today, top three tips. Number one, get marketing. Get out there. Get marketing. Do more of it. Uh, be, be out in the marketplace. You can't be hiding right now. Any business that uh, gets caught flat-footed coming out of this thing will lose a lot of customers. So you've got to be uh, ready to open when the market's open. Don't wait. Don't hold back uh, and, and be caught flat-footed. You'll lose customers if that's what you end up doing. Second top tip: be yeah, be on the fo- be on the front foot. Don't uh, be leading. Be be out in front. Um, you've got to lead through this time. You can't mm. hide. Uh, you've got to be leading, and that's that's important. Third one: just stay well, mentally well, physically well. Stay well through this thing. I did a a little podcast the other day about you know are you going to be fitter or fatter coming out of this thing, and it was an analogy not just for your personal body it was an analogy for your business and an analogy for your finances and for your mental state and your knowledge base and that sort of thing so yeah I think just stay well is probably the most important thing through this thing Brad that's been absolutely great I've loved spending a few minutes with you talking about business and about background and about action coach Uh, thank you for your abundance with with every business owner that you've been working with um, I know you've recorded a few um, uh, Zoom calls that you've actually done some coaching sessions with coaches as well. So uh, if anybody gets the opportunity to watch those, then I'd encourage anybody to have a look at those. You will learn something. And they're all over my Facebook and YouTube and LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram and all over my blog. So whatever people need, jump on my website. Uh, it's all there. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for all the work you're doing out there helping business people. Thanks a lot, Brad. Nice to talk to you.